Hi, this is Aris Alvarado from Gilmore Girls. Uh, you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box, where everything is awesome. <laughs> the following podcast contains adult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Ooh, it's a spooky wheelchair, and you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan Doyle, Tim, and Gabe. That's gonna freak you out tonight. I feel like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna like wake up to piss and you're be like, "What the fuck is this?" And we're going again. Well, let's see how many chairs Doyle can break. Doyle breaks chairs. That's the new shirt. Like a child just. <laughs> Thought I was coming down towards the end of it. It came back. What's up? Hey, are we recording, bro? Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. I, got I just like giving you shit. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Juan. <laughs> I went slow. You threw me so far. <laughs> I went slow because I, I knew I, I, I jumped the ship. You're like, oh. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm about I'm to have to be Juan. <laughs> They're Juan. They are Juan. They are Juan now. Oh. Had you, like, seriously fully gone? In my brain, I was just committing to downstepping to the fourth position, but as you. <laughs> like, no matter what you said. That's funny. Like, <sighs> so, we're always last. So today we're going to be talking about the pop culture classic, The Changeling. Yes. The uh, Changeling is a 1980 Canadian supernatural psychological horror film directed by Peter Medak and starring George Scott, Trish Van Devere, and Melvin Douglas. Its plot follows an esteemed New York City composer who relocates to Seattle where he moves into a mansion he comes to believe is haunted. The screenplay is based upon events that writer Russell Hunter claimed he experienced while he was living in the Henry, Henry Tree Rogers Mansion in the Cheeseman Park neighborhood of Denver, Colorado. Yep, that's that article I sent yeah, you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... This yeah, is a ghost that broke that chair. This is one of the classic like <laughs> haunted house movies, I feel. Like the Changeling is definitely like really high on the list of like haunted house movies that I would people say really it's like. A genre defying movie. Top five. At least it's based on a genre defying movie, yeah. Yeah. Like movies like Poltergeist don't exist if this movie didn't get made. 100%. Same with Am- same with Amityville yeah. Horror. Like I don't think those movies exist. Wait, did Amityville come out before or after this? Mm, I don't know. This was 1980. I think Amityville was in the 60s, I thought. No, it's no? a 70s movie. I, I mean, think. I think it really happened in the 60s, like early 60s, didn't it? I think so. I mean, when it really happened, but when it's supposed 1977. Yeah. Really happened. No, that's the book. Supposedly, I think oh, that house is, is like owned yeah. by the government now. They just won't sell it because two family massacres was enough. It came, out, it came out right before it. Right. I wonder if it was one of those instances, you know how Hollywood will come out with like two of the same movie yes. like right next to each like other? Twister? Mm-hmm. No, I and meant what? more like The Core and Armageddon. Well, yeah, Twister yeah. and another Tornado Deep movie Impact came and out Armageddon. at the same fucking Deep time. Impact Deep, and Armageddon. No, Deep Impact in 2012 came out right next to each other. I think. Oh, those were the two? Okay. Where they were like both like literally about 
the world getting owned. Poltergeist only came out two years later. Yeah, like, but I, I, I feel like it was. I feel like a lot of it was on the back of this movie. It felt like to me, even the popularity of like Amityville Horror may have come out. I don't know because I wasn't alive then, but it feels like this movie might have been one of those movies that's super popular that people found that movie. It's probably a little bit of both, but movies came out way different, and they wouldn't really had video or anything like that. Mm, so, that's true. So the popularity of Amityville Horror would have happened like as it was coming out at that was point. Was it popular when it first came out? What? Which one? The Changeling. Um, Amityville Horror was yeah. The budget was six point six million. It made twelve million. Doubled so, up. Fairly popular. They probably didn't have all those like bullshit contracts with actors back then, too. <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with anything, but yeah. Well, smaller I, wheelbarrows is what he's you know, talking small, about. Smaller wheelbarrows. I, yeah. The Hollywood <laughs> things just got super convoluted. It's like it's not just like, hey, you're in this movie. I give you X amount of money. It's like I give you X amount of money, and if it does this, you get X this amount more money. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And then we got right. because we got to pay the Chinese guy slightly less than this guy. You get a couple more of this money, but that guy a little less. Wow. Um, it really is like that, though, like, across the world. Like, yeah. 3% critic score. audience score. Yeah. That feels about right. And I feel like largely the audience score is kind of the thing that we've come back to. It's like that middle ground where, like, you have to think about it a little bit, and that little bit makes it just a little more annoying to watch for some people. (laughs) This movie's great. It's one of the movies that I think I first experienced that was a horror film that was like a quiet horror film. Because, like... Definitely not very, in your face. Very little things happen. And it the way they happen just like builds up the suspense until the very end where everything goes completely fucking insane. And there's some like another movie that is one of my favorites that's almost exactly like that is House of the Devil, where like it just builds and builds and builds and like these weird little things happen that when you put them all together create like so much tension Mm -hmm. that by the time the movie ends and it like all goes to shit, it's like truly jarring and like horrifying. I think that's one of the big reasons I liked, uh, well, cube is like that mostly because you get the intermittent violence. It's also terrible. uh, uh, The, 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 uh, the French one, Marie, uh, Anne Marie, what the fuck? What did we just watch? Marianne. Marianne. That's very similar. Yeah. Where you get super, super, there were times, there were times where literally almost nothing was happening, but my hair was standing up on my arms because it's so fucking tense. And then at the end, like you see Marianne, and she's fucking floating and shit's crazy. Like, I love shit like that. Yeah. It, it builds to something that's really oh, yes, horrifying. Yeah, two totally different movies. And that, this, <laughs> this feels series. like that. I, no, I know, Marianne. I, I was thinking the new series about the chick who lobotomizes people for some reason. Ratchet. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the prequel to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. So, I, I can't even watch that show, though. Why? I don't, I don't like a movie where the central character is, like, I'm designed to hate them. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, that doesn't... I don't enjoy that, like, after a while. Yeah, I feel that. It's like if Joffrey was, like, the main star of Game of Thrones, like, but the entire time, like, God, yeah. kill this mm, motherfucker. I would <laughs> <laughs> like, wondering when he would fucking die. Spoiled blonde kids, no matter what genre they're in, they suck. <laughs> You're not wrong. There's one as president right now. <laughs> yes, that fucker. Fucking one, the little kid in fucking Harry Potter. Yeah, 
Draco Malfoy. Oh, yeah. Not Snape. Snape's Macaulay cool. Culkin. <laughs> Macaulay just... I liked Macaulay just Culkin. General, <laughs> General Macaulay Culkin. He's funny, too. Remember The Good Son? Oh, oh fuck, wow. dude. That movie's good. That the was good a, that was a deep fucking cut, bro. <laughs> yeah. What's so, almost crazy is you don't even remember the good son's actual like I don't think that good son actually turned into any kind of actor. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's the good one. <laughs> but yeah, but he died. Good son, bad Didn't earner. He? No, the that's bad right. son died. Oh yeah, that's right. Fly Cain and Abel. <laughs> the fuck face continues on. <laughs> so what do you guys think of this movie? Like, I know how I feel about it because I've seen it probably like five or six times. I think already. this is the one time I've ever seen I'll it. I'll probably watch it once every other year, it feels like. Yeah. I go like two years and then I'm like, I want to watch that movie again. Because uh, this movie, like, genuinely, I'm not scared, but it genuinely puts like a pit in me, like, when I go. It's like the. It gives the, me heebie jeebies. The music. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, this is like, it's, there's a fucked up feeling in this movie, even though it's not really that fucked up. I mean, it is fucked up what the father did to the kid and then fucking doppelgangered <laughs> yeah. his ass out. There was definitely a moment in my life where I did not fully understand what the fuck was happening at the end of this movie. Like, I know for a fact that there was I can understand that. There was a, a good chunk of time when I was in middle school and probably early high school where I did not get what the fuck happened at the end. Why don't I just, you synopsis it? Well, so... It was like the first Synthesize. second Matrix movie. Synopsis. Like, but they did it right in this movie. So I like the second Matrix movie. I do too, but that one guy at the end that gives Neo the breakdown is such a pompous ass. Like it's it's not it doesn't even come across as cool. Where he's like, actually we've done this seven times and he like goes through the, that's the third oh, one, yeah. sorry. Right. We're getting quite good at it. That's the end of like that's what the end of this movie feels like. It's like you saw all this shit happening and now we're showing it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but it did it the right way. So the ghost that is haunting the house is the ghost of a child who had some kind of physical deformity. It looked to me like a degenerative disease. Yeah, like something wrong with his legs. Yeah. And because he was never going to be able to, like, really be, like, the heir that the father wants, he murders him, takes an orphan from an orphanage, ships that orphan to a boarding school in a different country as his son, who he just murdered. And then, like, World War I happens, and so the guy ends up being there for, like, a really extended amount of time. So by the time he comes back, he's it doesn't matter that he's completely unrecognizable as his son because he's so much older that people just attribute, like, the way he looks to his age as opposed to him being a wholesale different fucking person. <laughs> like... <laughs> Not at the bottom of a well. Not at the bottom of a well. Like, and that shit <laughs> was complicated as fuck when I was a kid. Like, it's a really complicated. It was plot. kind of under the floor. Ugh. Kind of in the well. <laughs> Could you imagine? Mm. Hey, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> dig up really your bedroom. Saw up your floor and see if there's a well under here. 
Okay. Like, that lady is way too okay with that whole situation. It's like Karen got high that night. She's like, whatever. <laughs> Dude, if somebody... Uh, you're my not house, black, are you? Cut away. <laughs> Whoa, buddy. I said Karen. It's the times. Doyle. You watch TikTok. These bitches exist for real. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But that whole... That whole scene where he goes in and like asks if he can like pull up her floorboards and whatnot if somebody came into my house and was like we need to cut under your house to see if there's an ancient well with like a dead body in it i'd be like fuck that like that well is staying shut for goddamn ever like, yeah fuck if it's there or not do you know what fucking year it is guy <laughs> like this is not the year it's not the year for that shit what if they're from the Church of Satan, such as yourself. I would still be like, nope, leaving the ghost Buddy, under my house, if the house, ghost has not bothered me to this point in my life, I'm not Leave taking the, the chance. Yeah. Well, I that know lady's house is haunted wouldn't. forever now. You know <laughs> yeah. that. You know that. Yeah. That's probably true. They put the floor back, and her life has never been the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, you killed, you killed herself the next day. Yeah. Why even bother? <laughs> <laughs> My Venetian floors. <laughs> Carpet really tied the room together. Oh, man. Where the fuck did this well come from? <laughs> I had a basement. Where did the well come from? It's like somehow in between. Yes. It's like the weirdest place. Well, it's like the middle of the suburbs. Like you got a well under your shit. What's funny, though, is like... You do, bitch. What's funny, though, is like in, in England and stuff like that, that shit happens all the I'm time. I'm sure. Dude, they showed, so they, showed some, they showed guys detonating a bomb from World War II this week that some guy had like found underneath his house. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Like a live bomb under your fucking house. Like, this whole time. This whole time for like, what? That was... 80 years ago shit dude that's you think crazy of, i'm sure there's a ton of that shit in the ocean just sitting oh, out yeah. watching there's tv be. all of a sudden your couch right underneath the island of plastic like there's there's like travel shows i've watched that like take place in like southeast asia and like there's literally like episodes where people are like don't walk on that side of the street there are landmines over there yeah <laughs> we haven't swept that side of the street yet like people die yeah like, all the time because of that shit we're getting it's around fucking to crazy it. yeah we'll get yeah. there we're, we're on this side of the street right now. trying to get a speed yeah. bump put in right now yeah. <laughs> talk to Mr. Nopes if you have first. any questions <laughs> I, I it's slow but I dug the movie it's I, it's, yeah. it's creepy and it's 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 there's these long gaps like where it gives you time to take in the creep like it gives you time to feel like fuck what the fuck is going on like it's i like it i enjoyed it it's slow but in a different way than the boring lighthouse was <laughs> that movie's not boring that movie like, is the opposite of boring the it's not boring it's the- that movie is crazed <laughs> like it's the opposite of boring there's that movie, a lot of yelling in that movie <laughs> that movie is just uncomfortable from like the very first scene yeah like holy cha- shit 
I guess so, we're not even talking about the changeling so anymore. So, like, go, going around. Samuel just gave <laughs> we us changeling right off of that film. <laughs> right. Going around, let's start with you. I give it a thumbs up. Thumbs I up. Love, I love, like you said, I, the, the stuff that came before and after. I was not a, at first, I was not a Amityville horror movie fan. I don't think I really knew what that was until the re- reboot came out. And then I went back and watched the original. But the Poltergeist. That movie still scares the, the shit Poltergeist is fucking amazing. I love that that movie. I don't know why it's because it's it's a slow burn too. Little shit happens. Chairs end up on tables. Like it's not that scary. <laughs> that scared the it's just shit creepy. out of me when I was a kid. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. You got that eternal like picture too of the little girl in the screen though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, that just like even that just that image kind of burns that movie into my brain as far as even if the movie sucked, which it doesn't. But. What always stuck with me about that movie is the very last scene where they take the TV at the hotel room and put it outside. I've always loved that scene the at the that's very how you end. Deal with shit. <laughs> yeah. Like I said before, my mom had all those porcelain dolls when I was a little kid. I would totally, when I woke up, I'm like fucking covering them up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I can go take a piss and then come back and count them again. I'm like, 83. Yeah, we had <laughs> 83. Jeez. We had 82. We had that room in our house in our base in our lower level too and in the bathroom there was no fucking light. So you had to be like piss fuck all right I'm out of here. Like it was crazy. I posted I posted a meme earlier this week that said <laughs> being in my 30s means that I shouldn't believe that there's ghosts anymore, but it also means I I should be able to run out of my basement faster than humanly possible <laughs> as yeah. soon as I turn the light off. <laughs> There's too many weird videos, too, for me not to believe. I don't think it can be faked, but it's like, there has to be some real shit out there, man. There probably is. I believe in ghosts. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I believe that there's something out there. Could be ghosts. Could be some random spiritual fuck face. Just well, like I mean, the problem. The problem is once you start like, not just one, it's like not a, a ghost. It's a spirit. Like and then it's like, well, I don't fucking know what it is. I'm well, just calling ghost, it all ghosts. A ghost yeah. is, but I mean, like, to me, like a ghost could be like a relative you potentially had, whereas like a spirit's like some entity yeah, like altogether different like really, something that was never human like you cut down this you, tree and yeah. it's pissed off at you now yeah. exactly. <laughs> the relevance of you is that you happen to be where it is and if you're not there tomorrow then, then it's relevance will change to whoever it is like, does that make sense? yeah what do you think of changeling? What, how many thumbs up do you give it? definitely two Two. Yeah, give it two two wheelchairs. <laughs> two wheelchairs. Two wheelchairs down. <laughs> Are the they stairs. burning or not burning? <laughs> They're not burning, but they don't have proper wheelchair access <laughs> to the room. <laughs> So it's not it's not uh, ADA this, compliant this, or whatever. This house is definitely not ADA compliant. <laughs> this house is designed for physical abuse. Could you imagine you already hate your son because he's a cripple? I can't imagine that, but that's this right. Dude. But that's this. But dude. then you got to like walk your crippled ass son up like eighteen stories to get him to his crippled ass cripple room in the, <laughs> in the attic, like. You already hated that kid. Like by the and time then you, you also there, had to carry him up a yeah, ladder. Like, like, fuck like this non-air producing little bastard. I'm gonna get. Jesus. I'm gonna give me a doppelganger. I, I don't. He's a changeling. Yes. So a did Jew. you guys catch like why the movie is called that? Like the old Irish myth. So there's like an old Irish myth that you take that the fairy people would take your baby. What did they bring you back? It's like not a real thing. It would usually be like a log or like a wooden baby that they had animated. And it was always 
evil. Like, it was an evil spirit. <laughs> and so evil people would blame, like, if their kid had, like, um, what is it when they cry? Um, shit, what is it called? Man. So there's like a there's a there's a thing that little kids can little babies can get and they cry a lot more like colic. Yeah, or colic. They're like really colicky. Like if if a baby was like that, they would say like maybe my baby's a changeling. Like and they would be really freaked out about it. And that's kind of the I've seen shows that like deal with that myth, but yeah. I, I don't know. The that's story, the mythology story. that they're leaning on hmm. like with that. So I think as a parent I don't I don't know that I, I – it's weird because I am a parent. I don't know that I could ever look at my child. I didn't even give a fuck if he was gimpy or not gimpy or couldn't breathe. I don't know that I could any time be like, take this fucking kid away from me. I don't. I it's just a, weird to me. I think a big part of it is very different societal pressure than we would ever experience. Right. Like at no point in my life have I thought to myself, I need to have a son to carry on yeah. my family name. <laughs> And but first, right? I need to kill the son that I have. <laughs> yeah, because he should not carry on our family. Like name. that's just not. But that's just not a thing. I think no, that it's, occurs yeah. to our society really at it's all gone anymore. At this point. Yeah, and so part of it, you kind of understand where the father is coming from in like that bizarrely Victorian Gothic sense. Mm. But past that. Exactly. Like, I could never look at one of my kids and be like, I'm sorry your leg's fucked up. We're going to drown you. Yeah. <laughs> it's shadow time, buddy. Sorry. We need someone who cannot be drowned so easily. <laughs> it's just fucked up. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're I mean, we, we had the, we had the, the conversations, you know. Because we, they obviously test for those things before your right. before your baby delivers, and it was always like doesn't matter, you know. We're having the child as long as we can, mm-hmm. and then we'll fucking take care of it from there. And they they did the same thing with Hannah because her pregnancy ended up being so difficult at the end. They did a ton of that kind of testing, and they asked us if we wanted to know, and we just said no. Well. I mean, it's already fucking crazy. Who cares? I I, I wanted to <laughs> like, know so that I could prepare. Yeah. If something, if there was something wrong, oh, yeah. we could be prepared. But that was the only reason. Either way, we weren't we weren't aborting our kid. Yeah, smish mm-hmm. <laughs> I give this two thumbs up as well. I love slow burn horror movies. I really love love ghost stories yeah. like this, The Ring, Poltergeist, Amityville Horror. The Others, super underrated ghost story. Is that the one with Nicole Kidman? Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that, I actually. I love that yeah. movie. It's one of the only PG-13 horror movies I really like. Uh, because And what the reason it's PG-13 is it just doesn't... It's like The Changeling. Like, The Changeling would be a PG-13 movie. Yeah. Because it's scary, but like absolutely nothing about it is outside of what you could watch on TV. Right. Like, you know, we talk about sometimes going back to watch like The Predator or The Terminator and it seems so much gorier or there's like way more tits in it or something like that. Mm. This movie I've seen from beginning to end on television many times and it's always like the cut that I watch this weekend was the same as the cut <laughs> that I saw on TNT. You know, it, it, if it's edited, it was for time, right. not content. And that's that's kind of cool. Like it's... It's a testament to good storytelling that they were able to make like a truly genuinely creepy movie and never go beyond the bounds of like what you could show on Channel Four, you know, and that that's pretty cool. It's uh, it's difficult. 
Yeah, it is difficult. It's crazy because things like this prove that you don't need to spend millions and millions of dollars to make a horror movie. Like oh, you I just, don't know. I don't think you do. But I mean, I mean, and I, you just how much? Down a I, really I, I turn just, of the century. But I, six and a half million dollars is a lot of money back then. But I don't think it was like three hundred million dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not. You definitely don't need the kind of special effects that people assume right. you need. But they did definitely burn a set down, and that was not cheap. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wheelchairs are expensive. Not that one. Yeah. That one was definitely made out of like two by fours and shit. Like it was the cheapest wheelchair. You all right, bro? <laughs> My eyes are just like I don't know. You're tired. Well, yeah, but there's also like it's there's like hurting. It's the fog juice. It's the yeah. it's the fog. I hate it juice. when I get juice in my eyes. Hey. <laughs> Ah, it sounds like we all liked it. Did Tim give a We're rating? So good. Uh, Tim did not watch. Tim didn't. Oh, watch. You've right. never seen the Changeling? I haven't. You should watch it. I read the thing that you shared to the group, Change which was awesome. It's definitely it worth watching. It's just a it's a great creepy movie. You saw my Shutter login. Just yeah, watch, yeah. Just watch it. Yeah, I just ran out of time this week. Oh, I get it. Hollow Justice keeps getting copyright complaints. Why is that? Um, I'm sure there's music in their live videos. Right. Because I, no, I looked at it and I was like, "Why? where did we get a copyright complaint? And I was like, ah, oh, well, it's not us. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> well, I think that probably wraps it up, right? Yeah, I think so. Nice. Well, with that said, guys, uh, be sure to check us out. You can go to T.O. Check us out. With that said, guys, I've, I've, been, I've been awake since 5, too, so I feel you, oh, I feel you Doyle. I've been up since 6.30. Yeah, it fucks, it fucks you up after a while. Mm. Sleepy. Anyway, check us out, TOTLB.com. That's where you can find access to all of our social media stuff. Uh, also, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TOTLB. Be sure to uh, subscribe there. You get free stuff and you get videos and all sorts of cool shit like that. Uh, also, go to YouTube, tinyurl.com slash TOTLB2. We are two people away from being able to have like a... <laughs> like to No, just... <laughs> like two. Yeah, we Damn it. Two more. <laughs> yes. Get your mama... Get your grandma. Dude, just you. Take their phone, log in, subscribe. Use I mean, your if they did that every week, the grandma's getting updates. What the fuck is this? <laughs> just, you know, your significant other, your grandma, your kids. Sub- just subscribe. Their kids. Their kids, your kids' kids. Your nieces, nephews, whatever. <laughs> right? Your They're own. never too early for credit. They're never too early for a YouTube account. <laughs> Come on, let's do this. Your uncle, dad. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Whoever. Your brother, husband. Your brother, husband. There you go. <laughs> also, be sure to give us a call if you have anything that you want to talk to us about. Uh, you can call us at 970-573-6148. It is a hotline that is dedicated to the memory of one Michael Kirk, yes. who definitely, definitely loved midgets more than any of us. Until I mean, next time. Sound like we hate midgets. Well, uh, you don't. Wow. I mean, I assumed you did, like with the way you talk about everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could happen that way, but yeah. it's not true. You just don't know a lot of midgets yet. I don't know any <laughs> midgets. Yeah, I'm sure you would hate them, though. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> I could hate anybody that I met. I mean, you do, you really hate a lot of things, though. It's true. Yeah. I feel like everyone's that way. They're just too much of a pussy to say it. <laughs> 
not all of us can be overtly racist like you do. Hey. With that said, I've been game. Problem to certainly can. I'm Juan. I'm Doyle. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Saying Crippy is not racist. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production. <laughs>